Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Board Breakdown podcast with Johnny, Dana and Tom. We are the Board Podcast that gives you all of your Board Match Day chatter in a podcast. The Middlesbrough have announced the sign of Blackburn Rovers captain Barrett Lenehan on a free transfer. And funny enough, it's our second go of this podcast because we did do a podcast a couple of weeks ago and we've made signings since, so made everything irrelevant. Uh, but before we get to our thoughts on this video and break down his strengths and weaknesses and understand whether it's competition or replacing Dyke Steele McNair, we thought we'd ask Andy from Rovers Chat to get a fan perspective from Blackburn Rovers on losing his captain to Borough. Hi guys, Andy Watson from Rovers Chat here. Um, I'm just drying my eyes from the Daryl Lenahan news. And um, yeah, I think you're just getting a very solid, dependable championship central defender. Um, how he fits into your team is going to be an interesting one because obviously you've got some strength in that area already. But Chris Wilde has wanted Daryl Lenahan as far as we're aware, for about four years now. Obviously, it's Sheffield United. Um, but now it's obviously a very opportune moment as he's coming to the end of his contract. Um, obviously, he's the Blackburn Rovers captain, so he has that leadership um, ability. He's been with us for a very long time, though, 10 years now, and played over 250 games. So he's, like I say, experienced, has that um, presence about him now, he's, uh, now that he's matured, that he will be able to like play either on the right-hand side or in the centre of, of your back three. And I think that we saw last year, it's the first time we played with the back three last season, um, it suited him more, even more so than playing in a, in a flat back four, which he had done for the previous nine seasons. Um, it just gave him a bit more licence to be on the ball more. He, he has an excellent uh, diagonal from right to left, um, which could be handy. Um, he does maybe overplay it a bit too much, but he has that ability. He can take the ball into midfield. He actually started off as a midfielder, so he has that about him as well. Um, but he, even though he's not the tallest, he's quite dominant in the air. Um, he wins over 50%, probably around 60% of his aerial duels. Um, although probably Dale Fry alongside him will, will be the more dominant partner in the air, but he can certainly contribute from that side and he can contribute in the opposite box as well. He scored a few goals for us, important ones, popping up at the end of set pieces and things like that. So, obviously, very solid citizen. I think he'll be hoping to obviously get promoted with you guys, um, solidify his place in the Ireland squad. He's going to be motivated 
he, his injury record has been spotty in the past in his younger early 20s but um, very reliable over the last couple of seasons so he's likely going to be there and like I say is it going to be him is it going to be Dykesteel is it going to be McNair playing that right central de- uh, defence role I'd be surprised if he's gone there to be cover so I guess it's a good problem for Wilder to have now as to, to what where to put him but you know I'm gutted to see him go obviously but he deserves a chance to play in the Premier League I think we can probably agree that Millsborough has a slightly better chance of doing that than Blackburn at the moment and you know fair play to him for for you know sticking with us for as long as he has done and it's sad that we're not getting a fee for him but you know he deserves a chance of, of proving himself somewhere else and maybe that different set of circumstances, different voices, different training pitch, different facilities might take him on to even another level. I think he could play Premier League, but I think he's one that has to be promoted into it to prove that he can do it. I don't think anyone's going to take a chance on him now. Um, well, certainly not now that he's moving to Middlesbrough, but um, this is a big chance for him and I hope he does well and um, we'll certainly be looking out for him. And as someone who lives in Stockton-on-Tees, I'm actually uh, not too disheartened. I actually get to stay quite close to Dara. <laughs> So I'm just the tears are coming back. So I best finish there. But um, good luck, you guys, and uh, hope he does well for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, 
It's uh, nice to know that Andy's uh, nice and happy and he hasn't got any tears <laughs> and he's not bothered about the move whatsoever. Um, but guys, it is a, a good move indeed. Captain, of course, of Blackburn Rovers. But what I want to understand is what's your thoughts on the deal? Uh, Dana, for your contract, what are you thinking? Good move? Yeah, I think it's a really good move, especially on a free transfer as well. And, um, you know, he's just somebody that fits into the Wilder system like a glove, to be honest. As Andy said, he used to play as a midfielder, so he's still got those attributes in his game. And, and we have seen that, to be honest. Last season, did see him whipping a few balls in on that right-hand side. And, you know, you think about that overlapping centre-back position and the tactics of that and getting into those right channels, uh, right and left channels, you know, for, for both of the overlapping wide centre-backs. I think Dylanahan would be a really, really good addition for that sort of system. And uh, yeah, he he was really good against us at Ewood Park in January, I thought. He won pretty much everything, won uh, 10 out of 14 of his duels in that match, according to FOTMOB. Uh, and he was a good blend of, of aggressive and progressive. I did notice he was looking for an opportunity to play that long ball along the floor when the striker came uh, deep to receive. Um, I think that's quite important as well for quickening the tempo. A big part of Borough's I suppose, what, what can we say? Um, running out of steam last season was because we just didn't really have the, the quickness of play. And it's not just about quickening the tempo in the final third, but it's also quickening it from the build-up from the back as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really happy with that sign. And I think it's a fantastic pick-up on a free transfer. Yeah, and, and, and Tom, Dana alluded to that that cold, wet night in January when we all went to the game and missed kickoff. Um, and he was excellent that night. And he's been he was excellent all of, of last season for Blackburn, real a real stakeholder in, in that side. But uh, what's your thoughts on it, Tom? Dana was really happy. Are you happy also? Yeah, I'm a big uh, big Lena fan of this deal. So um... oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking back to that game against Blackburn, though, I think that was one of the first times we saw it from our defensive three where they were getting pressured so much where they just couldn't couldn't see a way to play it out of the back. Um, we were always trying to go through uh, Crooks and Jones, and if they were getting marked out of the game, we just didn't have any idea. So I think with the attributes that he has and, and being able to, uh, to play out from the back... Um, it should hopefully be kind of less of a problem. And especially now we're about 50% of the way to address on that left-hand side as well with uh, with Ryan Giles coming in. Um, you know, if, if we can get a left-sided centre-back as well, then they're going to complement each other quite well. But overall, for a free transfer and, and just our business in general so far, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, it is, it is a really good move. I think uh, you were saying there, Borough's business over, like, over the last week uh, has been really successful and there is obviously more pending probably over, like, over the next week and a half too. Um, but Dana, you both seem to be really big fans of, of the move. Tom's a Lena fan. Um, but what's what's his, his strengths and weaknesses? I know Andy alluded to some of it, but let's, let's have some stats and data behind it. Why... why is Andy so happy with uh, Daryl Lennon? Well, I mean, he's one of the most progressive uh, passes in the league in terms of centre-halves. 9.08 passes to the final third per night. As I said, really, really important. And if we compare him to Dyke Steele and McNair, you see there that defensively, statistically speaking at least, he's very strong and he stands out quite well. Um, the most successful defensive actions per night out of the trio 
wins most of his aerial duels. I think for, for aerial duels, you want it to be around 65% from a centre-back. Uh, Dyke Steele's is incredibly low, but to be honest, the way that Dyke Steele plays, he's our most advanced centre-half, so he's not really involved in the duels too much. But yeah, more shots blocked per 90 out of the three, most interceptions. And importantly there as well, just underneath the interceptions is crosses per 90. So as I mentioned, on that right-hand side, when we get into those positions with the overlapping centre-half, it's good to know that Lenahan is more frequent at putting the balls into the box. And I mean, crucially, we do need a poacher to be able to feed off those crosses. Otherwise, they'll, you know, they won't bear fruit. Um, but then if we look at, at another part of the comparison um, as well, the more successful dribbles, passes the final third, they're really important. Passes to penalty area as well. He's top for that out of the three of them and progressive passes. He's just one of those players, I think, that can switch up. He is a defender and he will defend. He'll do the raw attributes, the blocking shots, the tackling, the intercepting. But also, he can progress the ball. He can dip into those midfield areas and take the ball and dribble with it and I think as I said he's just a really good player for this sort of system and we've got a, a graph here from Ball on um, Twitter and you see that in terms of attacking um, he's just very good defensively very good in possession very good and as I said on a free transfer he's just a, a very good player for this system and fits in very very well so yeah his his strengths are just defensively very good in terms of progressing the ball very good um weaknesses as Annie said probably overplaying it maybe a little bit but yeah uh, really happy with Lenahan I think he can offer a lot in this system yeah I think if you score back on that um Lenahan start there I think sorry it has to click back up oh there we go um it's the the, the I think probably that the forward pass and success rate and you're looking at like, the passes in general I think probably if you're looking at it is from a, an external fan perspective and you're saying, oh, well, why is that so low? It's probably mainly just you, probably Blackburn style of sometimes in games under Morbury last year, they were more reluctant to have have the ball and try to just get get the release the ball into long channels and just try and just get, get teams on the current attack. And most of the time that will significantly reduce uh, the rates on, on that as well. So obviously with all the data and everything that we pull, it's definitely subjective depending on what teams play how a person plays within that system. Uh, but the overall outset from from the stats and we've been saying there, Dana, is, have, have been really positive. I think just off the pitch as well, that whole leadership trait, um, and we've probably, we're probably going to see as well with a couple more signs potentially coming in. But I think that off the pitch leadership, to the togetherness, which will help with Johnny Housen as well, signing a new deal. Um, we just need a bit more leaders in that change room when things get a little bit more tough. And also... Um, get a bit more experience in terms of coaching the younger players that are slowly starting to come through. Middlesbrough changing the way uh, they do deals now, looking to try and sell players on for bigger profit who are coming at a younger age as well. So having that experience is definitely more vital, especially when we're linked with Dave McGoldrick as well. I think he would be a good addition. But this is a Daryl Lenahan video, and that's for another time. Um, but who, who do you see him potentially replacing Tom? Or is he just going to be a competition? Because like still McNair... Dan has compared them already, but could you see one of them maybe losing the position to him? Uh, I think I could, yeah. I don't see him coming in as competition, bearing in mind where he was in the Blackburn team. He was the captain. He was starting every week, and he wants to play in the Premier League. So he, he's coming here with big ambitions, and I don't think he's coming here 
with the um, having been told he's going to sit on the bench behind one of them, I think he's going to be in the starting eleven. I think he'll probably be on the right hand side instead of uh, probably Dykesil at the start. Um, where it leaves McNair, I'm not sure. Um, I think Lenahan is good cover in terms of the right hand side of the centre backs and also centre in case there's any kind of injuries with Fry or anything like that. Um, so it's good that we've got a player who can play a couple of different positions. We've got that in in McNair and Dykesdale as, as well, I'd say. So it's it's pretty versatile back line now. Um, but I do see one of those uh, losing the, the place. And I think to start the season, it might be Dykesdale. Okay, Dana, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good problem for Wilder to have. I mean, he's gone from having to choose between Dykesdale and McNair, I suppose, for that um, right centre-back position to choosing between Lenahan and McNair and Dykesdale as well. And if I just bring up the stats again, what's interesting is when you think about that middle centre-back position, the Dill Fry role, it's really the one where it's a kind of head it and kick it. It's the less progressive, it's the more defensive. And it's good to know that Daryl Lenahan, as Tom mentioned there, can play both of those roles because you look at his aerial win rate, his defensive metrics are very good. But I think, as you see there with, with Dyke Steele's, uh, sorry, if I bring out the other one, Dyke Steele's actual output offensively is, is very good. You know, his dribbles per night, he's the most out of the three of them by far as well. Progressive runs the same. Um, I just think, and, and what I said about Dyke Steele on the podcast on the season review show, there's a certain weakness in him, which is literally the only weakness that I can really think of with Dyke Steele because he's such a good defender. But when he's pressured, when he's building the ball up to the back, when he's got when he's in possession, it's that a Bournemouth targeted it, I think QPR targeted it. He can be got at when he's in possession and I, we're looking at the tiniest little things here, aren't we? And with mm. Lenahan being brought in by Wilder, I can see him probably replacing Dyke still. But where it it leaves McNair, potentially that house and role, we haven't actually seen him in that role under Chris Wilder, which is why I'm kind of holding off my reservations of it because I think he could actually be good there. Um, he's he's never really fully convinced in midfield, but it's just it's a different system, isn't it? It's a different manager, different tactics. It could work. See, I'm of the opinion Dyke Steele to Dyke Steele set in defensive midfield. I just I just really like the thought of, of Dyke Steele <sighs> playing that Johnny Housen role personally. You know, he, he cuts the game, he 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 stops the game up well, nice to, he's good at distribution of this play. You know, and also he was a center offensive midfielder at Charlton before he got moved into a right back. So I feel like he, he knows a role. He like knows role. I just don't think McNair is that fit. Personally, um, I think he's. I think McNair would be better there than Dyke Steele. I think Dyke Steele in possession isn't quick enough. He's he. There is a bit of awkwardness about Dyke Steele in possession. I think, it, and he would get submerged in midfield. I think, but I did. I did agree with you um, a while ago, but I don't think I agree now. See, I'm I'm still all in Dyke Steele. I think you don't always need the pace uh, in that position. I think you just have to be. Very positionally well, I wasn't talking aware, about the which... pace. It's it's mostly the, the quickness of actually distributing the ball and passing. I think sometimes he could be a little bit, and this might be his the teammates around him and the options that he has in front of him. But sometimes he can be a little bit indecisive. I think is probably the best word. Mm, it's true, but I think with McNair, I don't think he has that defensive attribute to play the defensive midfielder role. I think he's more box to box as a he's more of an eight than he is a than he is a 
than he is a four. Um, to be honest, I just think that he is, he's, I think if anyone was to lose a spot, I would probably say McNairn with C. Lenahan on that left-hand side for now, and then maybe keep Dyke still on that right-hand side, just because I think he's better progressively, um, what was better than, than McNair for the majority of uh, last season. But overall, I think it's a good, really good move. Um, four-year deal, leadership traits, um, bringing more together to the team, a good, a good winner as well. I think that's what you definitely need in any player that comes into the team. You want, you want a winner with a good mindset. But overall, guys, last words, really. Happy, Tom? Happy? Dead happy? Yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, I'm very happy with how we're doing our business at the moment. It seems to be... We, we seem to be addressing every every place in the squad where we need people. We we have a purpose with it, and and we're making some some very good signings for for a very small outlay at the moment, uh, which I think going into the window we were all expecting sell Spence very early on and start splashing the cash. But it's 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 not what's going on at all here. We are making some very good moves at the moment. Yeah, we absolutely are. Dana, final words from you. Any more to add about Daryl Lenahan? I'm assuming you're more than happy. I mean, you've just been saying you have been, so... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not I'm happy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Right. I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. As Tom said, a small outlay on the, the players that we brought in as well. I would imagine there's maybe a small loan fee for Ryan Giles, but yeah, some some good moves being made by Middlesbrough addressing key issues. So yeah, I'm really happy with it. Beautiful. Uh, when we did this podcast last time, we thought Lenham was going to be the first signing because uh, it was very much close. We thought it was done a deal. But, you know, we've got Robert, Howson renewed, uh, Giles, now Lenham with more signings to come. Uh, but guys, if you did like this video, do like the video and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got a lot more video uh, content coming out over the next couple of weeks or so. Uh, but thank you very much for joining me, guys, as always. Listeners, thank you very much for listening and watching. But this has been the Board Breakdown podcast and that was all your Dara Lenahan chatter in a pod. Up the board breakdown.